And we are back on a Friday. We did not have a Bulls beat on Thursday. Got back home around 2.30 from a successful basketball trip to Cincinnati. And yeah, needed to get some sleep. So instead of doing a show that really would have been recapping a Cincinnati women's game and a men's game against Houston, we replayed those games for you yesterday. In our second segment, we'll give you just a couple of highlights and some of the post-game thoughts you might have missed. And already, and this is great to be able to do, preview the next games, which are soon, Saturday afternoon. The men are playing at Tulane, and on Sunday at noon, it'll be the women hosting Wichita State. So if you missed any of the circumstances that went on Wednesday night, we got those covered for you here. Also Wednesday, there was a quite substantial press conference. Michael Kelly had a couple things to go over. Had a five-year contract extension through the year 2028 that was announced the day after the, of course, announcement that he made of extending or at least having previously extending the contracts of all 14 head coaches in the USF department, some well into the future. Everyone, at least through 2023, Jeff Scott through 2026, will hear from Michael Kelly specifically on those big announcements here shortly. We'll also tell you some exciting things that are happening. I was able to stop by the campus yesterday, actually, part of the renovation of the Selman Athletic Center and it involved my desk. I had to get some stuff out of my desk because I'm going to have a new desk. In fact, uh, that whole area that all of the sports information folks and the social media team, which has grown, uh, the Bulls Club members are all getting their offices renovated, and it's just part of the, an entire undertaking. And yes, you probably don't care so much about that, I realize, as the actual indoor performance facility. I was able to drop by and see that. All cleared out, ready to go. Big flat pile of dirt. That is ready to be, of course, turned into something very special. And the guy who's overseeing it all, Michael Kelly, I can tell you some things that you might not know. First of all, uh, if you've been paying attention, you know, he's had a lot to do. So we have not done as many podcasts, the Bull Speed Ahead podcast, as we had going for a while before, you know, this whole pandemic hit. Well, that is going to change, and the plan is to give you two podcasts a month with guests on each. We have one lined up for next Thursday, and that'll be the first of a lot more to come. And the first thing that happened when the pandemic hit and we were all working from home is Michael wanted to catch up with former USF athletes, and it was called Kelly's Conversations. That is coming back probably about one a month, and that will start soon, so great stuff. If you go to gousfbulls.com, the whole article on Michael Kelly's contract extended. Big article on the contract extension with some kind words from USF President Ray Law saying that Michael Kelly continues to prove that he's the right person to lead USF athletics into the future with Michael in place and our leadership across the university aligned on a shared vision for USF athletics. We're well positioned to take our programs to the next level. And before we hear from Michael Kelly himself, and speaking of GoUSFPolls.com, I'm sure you've noticed over the last couple of years more articles being posted by Joey Johnston. And not a bad guy to have in your arsenal as far as being able to write. And he's done a lot of in-depth features on members of various sports. And I can just tell you, and this is something else you'll be able to hear here on Bulls Beat and in general on Bulls Unlimited. Basically, whenever he has an interview subject, now I won't be able to play the whole interview because, you know, read the articles, but I will be able to sit in, record it with my somewhat better recording equipment than Joey. If Joey's listening, he won't be offended by that comment, and be able to bring you some of the conversations. So more stuff that you're going to hear on the channel that I think you'll look forward to. And also something I'm going to be compiling this weekend 
and rolling out next week. I know it's, you know, a week into 2022 already, but I figured you wouldn't mind if it was a couple of days into the new year to have a new best of 2021 show. We are going to, it's probably going to be about two hours, basically just go in order. We've been playing some of the best games of 2021 on Bulls Unlimited 2. I wanted to rank the moments as we did on Bulls Beat earlier this week. The order will be the same, but the highlights will be lengthier. The descriptions will be lengthier. The post-game commentary will be added. So counting down the top 21 moments from 21 to 1, you already know what the number one moment is, the Gainesville Regional, but you're going to hear a lot more highlights from that, for example. And it's something that we'll eventually put on our SoundCloud page, the Unlimited Unloaded page, so you can go back to it whenever you want. Well, it was a big-time press conference, well attended at the Selman Athletic Center. Michael Kelly had a lot to talk about. In fact, he went more than 20 minutes before taking any questions, but all the questions were asked, and of course you knew one, especially in light of kind of how the national media and some just people that are generally negative would react to the news that everyone had had their contract extended. And, of course, most people that see that and don't know anything about the success of softball and women's soccer and that baseball just won a spot in the Super Regional and have no clue that men's tennis is a perennial NCAA tournament team ranked in the top 40. Same for men's golf. But football, 3-18. and 18. They go right to football and men's basketball. Football, 3-18 and 18 under Jeff Scott. We all know there's more to it than that. Here's what Michael Kelly had to say. Well, number one, with probably the exception of, of the Tulane game, which remains a, a mystery to me, every other game I felt that uh, we showed we never gave up. <laughs> uh, we showed great, uh, obviously there were, there were many games in there that we could have won uh, that were in, in the midst of being competitive, where in some recent years we, we simply weren't, whether from talent level, engagement level, <laughs> whatever it was. That, so when I saw that level of of focus and, and energy, even despite the, the record or the, or the score, that gave me great hope. It's, it's usually easy to, and, and the fact that we're on the you know, two years in a row, we've been a score down from beating our, our rival and uh, kind of shows people are willing to keep fighting, keep, 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 keep going. So, uh, but I also, I don't know if, if you, I would hope you would agree, and those of you that have been around more often, I, I just, I feel that the staff is, is aligned. They're so energetic, they're so encouraging. I feel that the student athletes, at least the ones that come to express themselves to me, feel great about where they're at. I think, especially in this, again, there's going to be turnover in every program. I've told you that, but the relatively few people I think that have really transferred, elected not to come back, if they could have come back to to here, it kind of speaks to that. I think our football players are excited about. They, they I think, they see it. <laughs> I think they feel it that they're on the verge and they don't want to miss out. I don't think, and I would say that to Bulls Nation, we don't want to. You don't want to give up now when you kind of uh, when you're already climbed up the, the mountain. You want to kind of kind of enjoy the spoils in the next couple of years to come. So, so we're kind of on schedule. I mean, Coach Scott and I knew that there were, there was a lot to do. <laughs> no one's satisfied or happy at all with with with, with a two win season this year. Don't get me wrong, but I think people see potential. There could have been a handful of other games that would have tipped that scale in a different direction. And and uh, you got to get done. I get that. But to me, I saw enough of it and encouraged enough about the recruiting. And again, it comes back to even our prior coaches, to be quite fair, fair and honest, is that they didn't always have all the tools to get done what they needed to do. Were we doing what we needed to do as an athletic department? Were we doing what we needed to do as a fan base? And in some respects, maybe we weren't. Uh, getting that IPF cranking and started is, is huge. Getting that uh, making the strategic decision to not necessarily wait till we could get every penny and do something very good for the, the team right now with the locker room and show some progress was 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 very vital. And now to come with the with the trump card of of, of having 
a stadium on the other end of that now. Now, if you want to look at it right now, hey, here we are on January the whatever fifth of 2022. I'm, I'm almost saying like forget about where we were, any coach was, whatever. It's like it's starting now. <laughs> this we we know where we are. We're coming out of the pandemic. Uh, it's kind of kind of a, kind of a starting point in my, from my standpoint, and, and and you know what's important. You know where you're going to be held accountable for. So in my mind, I've kind of like all right, excuse is over. We know what we need to do. Uh, we've got the right team together, and now we move forward, and we'll evaluate and be accountable to each other, including myself, uh, from from this point forward. Incidentally, hope you saw the photo that Coach Scott tweeted out of all the new Bulls, the ones that get to enroll early and therefore get to be part of the spring practice. And yes, we can see some of them in the spring game. In fact, a photo of it looks like all 22, if not, then well, I just said the all 22, uh, most of the new coming Bulls. And that appears to be on Jeff Scott's back patio. Look forward to meeting some of the individuals as well as everyone is back and rolling on campus. Speaking of that, before we continue with Michael Kelly, got to say this, my timing was pretty good for cleaning up my desk, which sounds like I'm moving on. When I told Bob Butehorn, the men's soccer coach, I was cleaning up my desk, he was very concerned, which I appreciated. But again, we were just having to get stuff out of the desk because our desks aren't going to be new. And speaking of Bob Butehorn, of course, one of the 14 head coaches, he was saying goodbye to Enrique Galina. And I'm not going to say where Enrique is going to be spending his additional year of eligibility. He's going to have a great schooling opportunity as well. But talk about leaving on good terms. And I was so glad I got to personally thank Enrique. He was a tremendous ambassador for the team, representative of the team's mindset, captain for the squad, someone I was able to enjoy talking to a lot. And I think he's going to be a tremendous at whatever he does in the future. And I think he could be a professional soccer player for starters. And let me just tell you, again, I don't want to break any news here because I'll let the school that he's going to be playing for do that. It's nowhere close to here. And they have been an NCAA tournament deep run team over the last couple of years. In fact, hint, maybe a Final Four team in one of the last couple of years. So always thought he was a great player and obviously a highly ranked team does the same. So there's a little scoop for you. And of course, we'll be rooting for him as he moves on. Now back to Michael Kelly. And oh, yeah, you heard him mention the on-campus stadium. Naturally, he was going to be asked about an update there. They're not shying away from talking about it. I love it. Our goal kind of, I would say, by the middle of this year, if, if not sooner, would be to be able to specifically identify the location on campus, which which there's some that we're considering. Uh, and, and, and certainly would have all the fundraising done by then, but at least to identify probably the, the breadth of the scope of money we can put into it and, and what are the funding sources going to be. But those are kind of our next two things is kind of identifying exactly the maybe the breadth of the of the overall budget and the uh, exact location that we, we, we hope to uh, be able to have done this spring. And then long term, you know, we, we've said anywhere between 26 and 28 in terms of the seasons is when we would start playing that. Uh, I've just shared on my podcast and at that meeting, you know, one if it could come to fruition, a date that makes sense to me in the middle of that uh, that that range is uh, on September 4th of 27. We're contracted to host University of Miami, and I think that would be a pretty cool opening day for the stadium. So in my own mind, that's probably what I'm thinking. <laughs> but if I can get it done faster, I think my bosses would be happier. And if it takes a little longer, it's understandable. It's it's hard to – it's a big project, and it's going to be a transformational project, not just for the athletic department, but really for the University of South Florida. I think it will be such a big thing for – campus life and ultimately for, uh, you know, to bring people back to, to campus and, again, just part of the long-term university mission. But in the meantime, as I've said many times, we play in a world-class facility that uh, our players love to play in and our fans are very comfortable being in. So we, we, we love Raymond James and we'll be there until we uh, open open the door. But it would work out fine 
for that 27 season with the way that our options work on our current lease with Raymond James. So it almost would dovetail perfectly into that. The podcast he referenced there, of course, can still be heard if you go to our SoundCloud page, Unlimited Unloaded. One more from Mr. Kelly in general on keeping all 14 head coaches and having them extended through the end of next year at the very minimum. And it's what kind of helps guide my decisions and some of the things that have, have happened recently to kind of try to continue to provide a more uh, strategic uh, uh, approach to things going forward. That's not a criticism of anyone else before. That's not a criticism of myself or my staff before. The reality is that I just think for at least certainly these last couple of years and really if, to some extent for a, a long time here at USF, we've almost lived in a day-to-day crisis mode. You, know, you kind of move to the, from one next from one thing to the next in terms of trying to get there as opposed to being able to, to be able to focus long-term as to what, what are we trying to get to in this next, as, as it's expressed now in, our, in my six years that I have left here at, at USF to, to work. So when you look at that, that's where I kind of come back to, to what was announced yesterday and the fortification of having uh, stability at coaches that uh, uh, serve as, as, as great leaders in this department to kind of move the department forward. You know, while in essence, I think people, because again, in the sea of change, I, I, I truly believe, as I expressed yesterday in, in, in the announcement, that our best path forward is to is to become stable, become a, a team of, of one, if you will, to move forward uh, through a lot of different things. And while each coach, each head coach, of course, serves in essence, if you think about it from my perspective, as a department head of their sport, uh, collectively, and we've really come together well uh, over these last couple of years, in my opinion, or at least I've, I've appreciated the, the way they've come together during my tenure, is that uh, collectively they come together in what we call Team USF. Uh, we, we've been able to study in our monthly coaches meetings uh, all these different changes, <laughs> being able to share best practices and thoughts together in terms of how to tackle certain things, and it's been very helpful. We don't need a bunch, we don't need silos <laughs> uh, in our sports here, and kind of, and I, I really have felt uh, again that that camaraderie uh, that comes with not only supporting each other and being there for each other, but hey, we got to learn from each other in terms of how we navigate these these waters, and I think that's exactly uh, what 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 we're doing. Uh, they're also all very, um, you know, again, back to the mission I talked about that's unique about college sports. We've exhibited with that success. I rattled off with academic and graduation statistics. All these coaches have obviously understood that mission and, and have kind of uh, realized that that's an important part in addition to the competitive aspect of things. We've got all 14 of our coaches are now contracted at least through 2023, in many cases longer than that. Uh, that's important for recruiting, for all sports. They know your coach is going to be there. They know there's a commitment to that coach to be successful and a belief in him or her. Uh, so I think that's all, that's all key. Uh, and again, and then with them being able to learn together with Team USF about what we're trying to move forward with in terms of how we tackle NIL, how we tackle our overall approach to, uh, uh, to championships and to success and excellence, uh, it's a really, really good thing. You know, it's kind of funny, um, you know, it's no small feat to be able to get that many contracts done. <laughs> uh, many of my friends in the sports business, like professional GMs or presidents are like, hey, I have, I have one coach. You know? <laughs> I have one coach and one staff. You guys got 14 in this case, or in some bigger programs have, God knows, you know, 25, 30. So it's a, it's a lot. Each one's a little bit, you know, each one's a little different, and you kind of look at the circumstance different. But, again, my, my approach as I started to sit down over it was, all right, whether this to evaluate what we need to do going forward, and these are the folks that, that, that we, we want to move forward with. So make it very clear, I mean, whether I originally hired them or not, at this point, everyone's either been hired or retained by me. <laughs> so these are my coaches. I have full faith in them, and, and together uh, we're going to move together in terms of uh, achieving all the goals we have for, for, for Bulls Nation. Um, the other thing I thought was 
you know, back to not only the stability, but to showing that when you can provide the patience and the support for a program and provide tenure, if you will, we've got great examples even right here in our own department of, of when that has proven successful. Again, back to that 10 game versus 10 year analogy, it's easy with, uh, to, to get really too high or too low after a certain win or a certain loss. And again, as I've tried to evaluate it, I really do uh, try to look at it in, in terms of the big, the big picture of things and trying to, to, to know everything we're trying to accomplish and be able to move things, things forward. So if you take, you know, Jose Fernandez, obviously we've extended him all the way through 2027. Uh, he's a great example. I mean, uh, 22nd year, uh, someone that uh, took, a, took a program that was, 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 was struggling at the time when he took it over and has been able to gradually make it into what, what I consider a, a power and a power that we wanted to. You know, when I look at Paul, uh, Paul Griffin when he was AD here, there was times when, when, when he certainly uh, could have been easy to make a change on some things. I think uh, Coach Pascal comes to mind uh, when maybe there were some years that, uh, uh, that weren't, weren't that great at the start. And, uh, you know, sticking with uh, his guy and allowing time to, to grow became obviously uh, one of the most winningest co coaches in our, in our department's history and, and went on to, you know, an NCAA berth and everything else. So, but I guess I'm just a, while I'm a patient man, I, I, I mainly look for, like every, every loss hurts me no matter what, right? I, I take it very personally. <laughs> so I try to always ask myself when I walk out of that arena or soccer field or wherever it is, is like, what can I or we do to help that coach or student athlete be successful? I think society's too quick to say, oh, it's that coach or it's that player. It's like, it's usually, there's usually a lot of things out there. And as long as I, if I feel there's willing partners and there's, 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 there's uh, uh, people that are pulling their weight to, to make, make things happen, uh, that's when I still have confidence and faith in those folks to, to, to make it happen. But uh, obviously I've shown the propensity to make changes when I don't think there's reason not to. So it's not that I'm, a, I'm, not, a, I'm not afraid to make the change or make the hard decision. This is just an example where I fully believe in these coaches and, and these, uh, their, their staffs and their student-athletes that they brought into this department. And uh, so we're going to do it together and move forward. And we will move forward on Bulls Beat and feeling good about things. Actually, Michael was in a very jovial mood yesterday. I think he's seeing all the transformations that are taking place and looking forward to seeing them in their final glory. Of course, I'm speaking of the indoor practice facility, but a lot more going on. There's hopefully a lot going on this weekend, two scheduled basketball games. Remember last weekend where we... Really didn't preview the games because we had a feeling they weren't going to happen and they didn't. Well, the women's basketball team and the men both returned to action on Wednesday. Brief highlights on those and looking forward to what's taking place this weekend as well. And remember, at the end of the hour, we've got some conference news as we go around the American for about five minutes. This is Bulls Beat. Stay tuned.